Around Latin America, countries are becoming more and more vulnerable to organized crime. In Brazil, the past few months alone have seen violence kicking off in Rio de Janeiro and Bahia, and the federal government has even launched a military intervention at some key ports and airports to crack down on trafficking. In Ecuador, the homicide rate has doubled in the last year, with international drug trade making what was once a relative island of safety within the region to one of the most dangerous countries in Latin America. Amid this ramping up of organized crime, representatives from 13 Latin American countries signed the so-called Treaty of Brasilia last week, formalizing the legal status of Ameripol, the police organization that gathers 36 police forces from 30 American countries. My name is Gustavo Ribeiro, editor-in-chief of the Brazilian Report. This is Explaining Brazil. Il Marshall is the Brazilian Report's deputy editor. Hi, Ewan. Thanks for joining us again. Hi, Gustavo. So we covered this news in Monday's weekly newsletter on the Brazilian Report. Let's break it down for our listeners. Sure, yeah, so Ameripol is like Interpol, which a lot of people will be familiar with already, uh, as in it's an association gathering police forces from different countries, and it exists to facilitate cooperation between these forces. So, for instance, Interpol has criminal databases and communication channels that are accessible to its members. So when there's an investigation that falls under its mandate for something like organized crime or terrorism, Interpol's members can access these databases and communicate with forces around the world. And that's basically the plan for the Americas. So the Americas has its own Interpol now, but one would have thought that they had this sorted out already. Well, that's the thing, uh, because Ameripol has actually existed since 2007. Uh, so there is a certain level of cooperation already. But as an organization, it was never recognized under the law, which is what has changed now with the signing of this treaty. With this judicial backing, the idea is that cooperation with other organizations is going to be improved. And you say Ameripol is for the Americas, not just Latin America, I assume. I mean, does that include North America too? Because those lines are often a bit blurred. Yeah, so the US is a member, uh, so is Mexico, but uh, Canada is not. And as we said in the opening, organized crime is becoming more and more prevalent across the Latin American region. The UN Office on Drugs and Crime shows that criminal organizations are responsible for 30% of homicides in Latin America. Now, in Brazil, what are the more practical effects that Ameripol could have on the crime situation? Well, according to the Global Organized Crime Index, which was released not long ago, Brazil has got a number of security vulnerabilities that can only be tackled with international cooperation. So beyond drugs, we can say that Brazil has also become a hub for the trafficking of humans, weapons, wildlife, tobacco, alcohol, counterfeit goods and timber as well, to name but a few. And also international cooperation in law enforcement has been making the news here quite a bit. 
especially after the arrests of three men in Brazil suspected of having been recruited by Hezbollah. And we're going to delve into that story in the second half of this podcast. If you like Explaining Brazil, you should subscribe to The Brazilian Report, the journalistic engine behind this podcast. We're an independent organization funded by subscribers, and you can help us stay independent and continue to produce award-winning journalism. And if you are already a subscriber, you can go the extra mile and join our Buy Me A Coffee fan page. In return, you get exclusive perks like special newsletters, behind-the-scenes content, as well as a shout-out here on our podcast. Today I'd like to thank our Buy Me A Coffee members, Gabriel Luca, Andrei Novoseltsev, Tom Nolan, Marta Martins, Pan Ludwig, Leslie Seal, Caroline Hubert, Mark Hillary, John Thomas III, Luis Hens, Erwin Menez, Orlando Black, Steve Knapp, Aaron Berger, James Coney, Kars Vresvik, Alasdair Townsend, Peter Abrahamson, Jim Oofadeju, Marco Fryer, Miller Renacido, David Dixon, José Rosi Stankovic, Emerging Market Muser, Jordan Iftah, Tanika Thompson, Anderson da Silva, Kat Kramer, Peter Suffering, Anna Lund, and someone who chose to remain anonymous. And our Buy Me A Coffee members come from all over the world, so please, if we're butchering the pronunciation of your name, do send us an email. And if you too believe in the importance of independent journalism and want to hear your name on our podcast, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Brazilian Report and subscribe to one of the membership tiers. Click on buymeacoffee.com slash Brazilian Report to learn more. So we're back with Ion Marshall, the Brazilian Report's deputy editor. Ion, you mentioned just there that the police arrested alleged members of Hezbollah in Brazil. I mean, what's going on there? Well, this is a federal police operation that first began last Wednesday when two people were arrested on suspicion of preparing terrorist attacks in Brazil. Um, soon identified as being in the name of the Lebanese militant group Hezbollah. Now, a third man has been arrested this week in Rio de Janeiro under suspicion of having also been recruited by Hezbollah. So Hezbollah in Brazil. I mean, we have just gone through Brazil's problems with organized crime, but international terrorism is something the country has hardly ever had to deal with, right? I mean, we uh, hosted the Olympic Games in 2016, the World Cup in 2014, and we did not have any trouble with that whatsoever. I think that's that's exactly what raised so many eyebrows uh, with this news. And also, of course, the context of the Israel-Hamas conflict can kind of turbocharge anything to do with the Middle East and the news cycle. How so in this case? Well, Brazil's federal police uh, gave up very little information about the investigation and its targets last week. And in fact, it was the Israeli government that was responsible for spreading most of this information. They revealed that the targets were suspected of affiliation with Hezbollah 
and they were reportedly planning attacks against Jewish and Israeli targets in Brazil. And so as we've been talking about police cooperation, does this mean that Israel was involved in the investigation in any way? According to them, yeah. Um, a statement put out by the office of Benjamin Netanyahu said that terrorist attacks were foiled by the Israeli Foreign Intelligence Service, Mossad, uh, Brazilian security services, and also other international agencies. And the names of other suspects have reportedly been put on the Interpol red list as well. But Brazil was not too keen on the way the Israeli government spread the news, right? I mean, Justice Minister Flavio Gino was raging on X and he posted that, quote, no foreign body gives orders to Brazil's federal police. And he also complained about foreign authorities, quote, using our investigations as propaganda. Yeah, he was very clear to, to kind of point out that the federal police investigations dated from before the start of the recent Israel-Hamas conflict, trying to kind of play down any potential link between the two things. And he did so by using a lot of capital letters. And I mean, he was not very subtle about it. Talking about Hezbollah, I mean, members of this Lebanese group they are blamed for the 1994 bombing of a Jewish center in Buenos Aires, which I mean, was arguably the biggest, most gruesome act of terrorism in Latin America, at least in the past few decades. But that was 30 years ago, and we haven't really heard anything since. Um, are the claims of terrorism well-founded? Well, Hezbollah, as an organization, has been active in South America for some time, and mainly in the what you call the triple border region between Brazil, Argentina, and Paraguay. But their business here has largely been organized crime related. I mean, looking to finance their own operations and not terrorism. Um, for instance, they have a reported alliance with Sao Paulo's first command of the capital, or the PCC, a cartel that dominates the entire border region. Um, a cartel that dominates that entire border region. According to investigations, the activities of Hezbollah members in the continent are largely connected to arms trafficking and contraband. And the US government once described the PCC as quote, the most powerful organized crime group in Brazil and among the most powerful in the world. What kinds of links do they have with Hezbollah? Well, according to police documents, Hezbollah helped the PCC obtain weapons in exchange for protecting prisoners of Lebanese origin that were held in Brazil. And these same reports indicated that Lebanese traffickers linked to Hezbollah reportedly helped sell C4 explosives that the PCC allegedly stole in Paraguay. We'll surely be keeping an eye out for any further developments on that. Thanks, Ewan. Thanks, Gustavo. And if you like Explaining Brazil, please give us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts. It takes only a second and it will help us reach a wider audience. Or better yet, subscribe to The Brazilian Report, the journalistic engine behind this podcast. We have a subscription-based business model and your memberships fuel our journalism and keep us going and growing. 
Thanks to our subscribers, we have been able to cover Brazil and Latin America extensively, and our work has won and been shortlisted for several international journalism awards. More recently, our newsletters won the best newsletter prize in the Americas from the World Association of Newspapers and News Publishers for a small or local newsroom. And we're also pleased to announce that we are among the 16 finalists for the fifth annual Premio Mosca Journalism Prize, awarded by the prestigious Brazilian news agency Livre.jor. Will be represented by our December 2022 expose on the renting of children by poor Brazilian panhandlers, and the results will be announced very shortly. In order to keep doing that work, we need your support. Go to brazilian.report/subscribe. I'm Gustavo Ribeiro. Thanks for listening. Explaining Brazil will be back next week. <laughs>